Welcome to Let's Get Twy Hearted, Twy Harder, New Moon, Chapter 14, Footnotes. I wanted to talk a little bit about <laughs> some of the assumptions we make about Stephanie Myers in this show. Uh, highlighted around the events of Chapter 14 <laughs> in that We, we tend to insinuate some racism here and there. And I think that might be f- simply a symptom of our hypercritical lens that we're looking through the books at. Um, I don't think there's anything in particular uh, that would suggest that she's racist against Native Americans. Um there are some things that are kind of token uh, in the Native Americans in the Twilight books, but I, I, I think that comes from just an oversaturation of that kind of thing in our culture. And us, we, we assume that it's uh, that's not uh, that we assume that it's a kind of being overdone, even if it's just trying to remain like, close to what, close to the truth, like, as soon as you get, you start getting close to a culture that you're not, and we, for we, for a fact to know that Stephanie Myers is not a Native American, when she writes them, it's very easy for us to call her racist, um, but I, I don't, I don't think she is, I think it's, I think, if at all, it's just casual white person racism. But that's a lot, a lot, a lot of people have that. Uh, most, if not all, white people have it here and there. Um, and learning to recognize it and get rid of it is what helps us all grow as people and a culture. <laughs> but, so that's that's why I, ne- I don't ever, like, shoot... Bill down when he's like, she's fucking racist. Uh, I don't see it as harshly as he does, but any, like, it, just calling out any interpretation of that is fine in my book. Uh, it's, it's always good to analyze that stuff and, uh, like, look at yourself and the author and just to look at that stuff. But one thing in chapter 14 that really got under my skin, and I met, mentioned it during the reading of the chapter was Bella's slash Stephanie Myers like just over statement of the disfigurement of Emily, the character Emily. She And it's all in, like, the way they describe her. And that's what makes me... Makes me feel it's more on the author. It's not the words that the characters say. It's the descriptions that are used for this Emily character. In that it's not that, you know, she is beautiful but is scarred. It's she was beautiful and now is scarred. There are the all these, like, kind of 
just the the phrasing her ruined lips it's not scarred lips it's ruined they're no longer capable of doing serving their purpose although she has not expressed any inability to eat or speak uh, or kiss or put on chapstick um, um, my list of things you use your lips for is uh, is growing very short uh, it's so there, there's been no no evidence presented that Emily's lips are truly ruined in any way other than that they are scarred and it's really uh, really kind of fucked up And I just, I wanted to kind of sit and reiterate that here today. Just like, that's kind of fucked the hell up. Uh, Like, (laughs) quite a bit. And another thing we kind of analyzed in in chapter 14 is the, the health of the various relationships that Bella has had and that the pre-werewolf time Jacob and her relationship is probably the healthiest thing in these books so far and yet there's still a lot of unrequited uh, love in it and there there's Jacob feels that he deserves her love for being there, which is not the case. Uh, But Bella seems very willing to enable that, which also isn't cool. Like, we... There's a lot of... Like, uh, the, the, the... the phenomenon of the nice guy, capital N, capital G, nice guy, is is it has been in focus in the last year or so, and like there are a lot of lot of shitty guys out there that are just like they they believe they are owed something simply because they are nice, uh, and that in like that's not a that's not a true niceness. That's a manipula- a manipulation. But there, there's also something that can be said for people who enable that behavior. And this, we can we can drop gender because this this goes both ways. Um, you just think of nice guys as guys, but this goes but the the like the capital N capital P nice people and the people that have to deal with them. Uh, like there there is a there there's a capacity to enable it, to just let it happen even if you know it is happening. And I don't think that's cool either. I think you should just shut these people down. Like, Bella needed to be like, no, never, ever, never, ever, ever, ever. Not, oh, I just can't right now. The hole in my heart is too much. But I do need you. I love you so much. But no, not like that. 
Like, that expresses a, a, an enabling and a, and a manipulation in and of herself. Uh, I feel like I've gotten muddled. Because I don't want to say that her feelings are invalid, that she needs a friend. But maybe she needs a friend that isn't trying super hard to like hold her hand and kiss her all the time because that's not what she wants. She, she's just focusing on the wrong person. Like, and I, I, don't, I don't have advice, I suppose. I guess that there's that. I, I can't speak from the, the position of a heartbroken 19-year-old woman. I can't do that. Um, so I can't, but as an outside observer of these fake characters, but it's based on real, like, real emotions and things that people go through, um, I, okay, I need to sit back for a minute, where, what was I talking about, ugh, I get, I, I get in trouble in my own head when I start speaking in absolutes, when I start saying that you shouldn't do this, or this is shitty, or yada, yada, yada. And I guess maybe what I just need to do right here is, uh, everything is case to case. Like, there's no such thing as a blanket, blanket statement that's going to apply to every, to like, a, every kind of relationship out there. So maybe I just need that disclaimer. Like, these are, this particular situation, I think it was handled in, it was handled poorly by both people involved. Jacob and Bella. I'm not stating that if you're in a similar relationship right now, you're doing it wrong. I think, okay, that's what I think I was having a little anxiety attack about there. Um, anyway, <laughs> I didn't even mean to talk about that. Uh, the, this, the depiction and description of Emily as this monster is just, it seems really overdone, and there seems to be an unnecessary level of disgust and almost hatred uh, in the way she's described, not the way she's characterized. She's characterized as, as, well, basically just the woman who stayed after Sam beat her the hell up. Uh, That's how she's characterized, and she's such a saint for it, but we can talk about that some other time. Um... But just the way she's described, there's like a disdain there that just, it didn't jive with how the books have been written up until this point. It was, it was different, and it stood out to me as, what does Stephanie Myers have against, like, scarred and or disfigured and or handicapped people? Like, this is... Like, there, there's some real, like, nastiness in this. And it was, it was, it was yucky. It was gross to listen to. I didn't like it at all. Um, a lot of these books are kind of, like, awful and, like, have bad messages. But that, like, felt like I was listening to the bad message 
in black and white. Like, it just was like, blah. Um, yeah. Ugh. It was kind of gross. But, uh, this, this has been, uh, Let's Get Toy Hearted, Toy Harder, New Moon, Chapter 14, Footnote. Um... Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like this show, particularly the chapters, the footnotes are kind of hit or, hit or miss. Um, feel free to share with your friends. Go to vampiresa2z.com. That's vampiresatoz.com, and um, let people know. It was yeah, share. Ah, bleh. I'm at work. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go work now.